Welcome to This Ridiculous Life. I am Lindsay Miller, and I'm here with Corey Miller. This week, we're going to talk about money. That awesome, fun topic that I just look forward to talking about all the time, but I think is a, a very important topic. You come to me on the daily wanting to talk about our finances. <laughs> That's how excited you are about this. Yes. Somehow money has to, I don't know, we need money for life, I guess. But I, yes, I just long for those deep, meaningful conversations about money. <laughs> yeah. And things have changed a lot for us over the years from like a little 600 square foot condo and you driving your grandma's car. <laughs> yes. Literally. Literally. And then. <laughs> then going, and I had a. 2002 Nissan Xterra, bright yellow as well. So like we, um, yeah, to, you know, our house now with the kids and like it's changed a lot over the last decades. Yeah. We've gotten more responsible financial responsibilities for sure. Yeah. But I think that like people have asked us a lot about like traveling and how we travel and how we're able to do that. And that's where some of this started, right? Is uh, several years ago, we spent a month in Portugal and everyone's like, how in the world did you do that? And I think at the core of that, that question is about money more than how did you take two kids and your, and your mother-in-law, my mom to Portugal for an entire month? Like really they wanted to know how we were able to afford it, right? Yeah, I think a big part was probably money is my guess. And then maybe the other part is how does how do you have a job that allows you to do that? Take off an entire month. But I guess if you've been in the place for a long time, you could probably take, you know, four straight weeks or something maybe. But you didn't take any time off. I think maybe you took a single Friday or maybe two Fridays off during that month. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Right, right, right. We're here to talk about how we were able to afford doing that and other trips that we've taken with our family over the years. Um, and then now with only one of us having a job, what that looks like. Yep. So I, you know, I think, (laughs) I think this, uh, I love this, uh, I'm an unemployed joke. Um, I know you you love it a lot. I've started using it now. Have you really? Yeah. That's funny. Um, especially when I'm trying to get my lunch paid for, (laughs) but, uh, no, I think this is an important topic, not just because of those things, what we've been able to do, um, but it's, uh, you know, it goes, for me, it goes back to my childhood and uh, being raised by a single mom. Um, I remember, I don't know, it was in elementary school or maybe middle school, and I, or I can't even remember, it's somewhere in, you know, primary school, as they call it, mm-hmm. um, going to the lunch line and, and them saying, basically, you got free lunches. At that time, I don't know if that was the case for you know everybody at the time, but like, and then tell my mom she was like, "No, I want you to pay for it. Here's the money," and I would put the money in my pocket and just save it, and then I'd have I don't know ten bucks at the end of the week or something, because I probably felt how little money we had. I mean, uh, you know, I was talking to Travis by the way, mm-hmm. my brother Travis. Uh, we went skiing a couple week weekends ago, and he one he said one time. Um, he saw mom's check and it was like $2 and 50 cents an hour. Oh my God. It was some very small amount, whatever minimum wage was in mm-hmm. mid 80, mid eighties. 
And, uh, you know, I knew we didn't have a lot of money. Um, but I, I think some of that is my approach to money. We were talking at lunch and you're, I said something about arguing, and you go, "No, we just don't. We just don't ever talk about it. We just ignore much. it. We ignore it <laughs> until we have to talk about it." And the yeah. reason why this came up, other than me being unemployed, is we had a meeting with our financial advisor last week, and just um, thinking through those things. And I have not looked at our account for a very long time, and just because I don't want to get obsessed with it and mm-hmm. worried about it. But I think it goes back to me. Um, you know, growing up that kind of without money, you know? Yeah. So I like to just think about making money and not worrying about, try not to worry about not having money. So here is a testament to how often we don't talk about this, is I didn't know all of that. Like I knew some of that story that you just shared, but like within this context, it makes so much sense. And actually, I mean... I can characterize you and Travis and how both of you probably deal with finances and you're both big into saving and squirrely in a way. And, um, like that makes so much sense now. So hmm. thank you for sharing that with me and with everyone else. We've, we've been together for 80 years and you're just not hearing some of those things for the first time. That's that that's true. That's how settle I like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Concept of money. But what about you? Well, so what about me? I mean, money is a complicated issue, I think, for everybody in the whole entire world, right? But for me, too, like, I have complications that come from when I was growing up and love was money. So I was the opposite side of, you know, we we were um, as affluent as you can be in Oolaga, Oklahoma. <laughs> so it's not like we were not the 1% of the state or even the region, but we, we were comfortable, um, in our lives and we didn't worry about money or going and doing things or traveling or whatever. Um, but it was used as, as a replacement for love and affection and attention. And so I also have a complicated, um, relation. Okay. If anyone was looking at Corey Miller's face, when I said that he got, he got like big bug eyed and was like, Oh, the understatement of the year, I think is what his eyes just said. We didn't lie people. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I have a very complicated relationship because of that. And so I've never allowed people to use money to manipulate me or to get me to do anything. Um, buying me something means absolutely nothing to me, except I appreciate you for buying me something. That was really nice. Thank you. But I don't ever go, Oh, I owe, I owe Corey something because he bought me X, Y, Z. Like I don't, I don't, I I don't do not allow those feelings to take hold. Whereas I think other people do. I'm like, that was really nice of that person to pay for my drink. And I told them, thank you. And that's all I owe them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and so that, that has carried away into other things, right? So like, for sure, material possessions aren't a way to get me to do anything or want anything, right? Um, but that's where some of our life choices have come in. We do experience over things, experiences over things. Um, so some of the travel stuff can be answered right then and there in a mm-hmm. nutshell, um, we choose to spend our money on those things, on experiences and not on other things. Um, yeah. yeah. It, and probably goes to love languages too. Neither of us are gifts, which I kind of equate to, you know, ma- not, not saying people that have the gifts, love languages are material, <laughs> materialistic, but, um, we'd rather have different things 
then, it, but it's nice to like, for instance, we just bought a new fridge. We after, did. We talked about this on another podcast too. We did? We yeah. About the fridge. Actually dealing with money. Yeah. We're talking about your exit, the breaking news um, episode where you're talking about leaving high themes and then where we talked, we answered the big money question, right? Like. Because you bought a fridge that week. <laughs> you bought a refrigerator that week. <laughs> no, I mean, that was, we, we've had what I call, I called hand-me-downs from you brought into the relationship, washer and dryer, we still have. Mm-hmm. Um, and the refrigerator, we just, we didn't really replace it. It's just now I have a garage fridge. He's really excited about his garage refrigerator, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so I bought those appliances when I bought my first house in 2006. and bought them brand new. And yeah, we've drug them around with us every place that we've lived. Um, and just great. bought a new refrigerator. It was It's amazing. And I know this is a first world problem and all, but the refrigerator technically had an ice maker mm-hmm. and a water dispenser. But it, for the time I've known you, it's never worked or been hooked up properly to work. Right. I would like to say, just for the record, and this is not a knock on you, that it could have been. <laughs> it could have worked. We had a plumber look at it. Remember? It, yeah. We, they just had to buy that new cord. We just had to buy a new cord. No. He said he didn't. He wouldn't work on the... Uh, hold on. Excuse us. We're going to have a red... <laughs> He said, remember, he was like, oh, I don't do anything in the mechanical side of it. And because it was Roy. I literally think he just told us to go to the store and go buy a new cord. And I was thinking, oh, great. And then I went and like screw it in kitchen. Like just screw it in. <laughs> like just turn it around. And we just never, we went and looked. Oh, I'll take that back. We went and looked at the Home Depot or whatever at the cords. And then we couldn't figure out which one we were supposed to buy. And then we just abandoned it and went, that part's broken. And we bought ice trays. And we've used those for eight years. Yeah. Um, but no. Until this new glorious refrigerator. Oh, it is glorious. Anyway, how did we get on the refrigerator Incredible. The so ice. nice to have ice that I don't have to refill from the sink. I'm going to put a picture in the show notes of the refrigerator because it really is an amazing refrigerator. Which we still kind of got at a discount, which we don't have to reveal how we got it, but like... You know, we didn't steal it off the back we didn't of a truck. Steal it. No, <laughs> we but did I'm just get a saying, discount. We got an employee discount on the fridge. We did. So we still are really smart with our purchases, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's made in America. <laughs> it has a badge on it. I saw it. Oh my god, made in America. Okay. Anyway, we're we're way off topic. topic we're of off money. the topic. Okay, so some things that we've done collectively, you and I, our financial advisor, other things. What have we done? Uh, try not to spend money as much as you can. Okay. We've written down a budget. Mm-hmm. We've written down like our bare bones budget. So we know what our bare bones budget is. Like mm-hmm. what do we absolutely have to have every month? Mm-hmm. And then we've done another budget of like what it looks like with our like to haves. And we know those, those two. Mm-hmm. Right. And set some money aside and not obsessed about it with the financial advisor mm-hmm. um, and they've been really good to us for yeah our friends at full so capital in oklahoma city some other things that we've tried that we haven't stuck with was like mint.com yeah i, I think still get the emails by the way it's i do like, too it's been disconnected because of the accountants close. it sends you an email every month to remind you that you've been a failure at budgeting through their system but i think if people use that 
you, it can be really helpful and useful. And I, we did it for a couple of years. And yeah. then I was just like, okay, I'm not looking at you anymore because I'm spending too much money for a couple of months eating out. Really essentially, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm just not going to look at you, pie graph, showing me how much I spend at restaurants. Well, and I did, uh, you know, before we met, I did Dave Ramsey and Financial Peace University, and it was really cool. And we've talked about that at some point. Um, but you know, for us, when I think about about our relationship and how we kind of work and how we're but both have a sense of frugalness, although I was thinking just a second ago that um, you'd call me like the Beyonce, let me upgrade, upgrade on things, but is mm-hmm. that fair? Mm-hmm. You love a good upgrade. <laughs> For, but it's it because, but it's because, <laughs> it's because too, like one of us is being super cheap about something and then the other one's like, uh, can we just maybe do that a little bit nicer yes so i feel like we have a ruse on that because you'll be like hey, hey let's don't take away the, I, don't, got, I, got, <laughs> I got oh you don't want to share that uh, i mean you can but we have to pretend like we don't know it you'll go so hey works. i got us really cheap tickets to europe and i'm like great and then you'll go uh, we have to uh, you know, <laughs> stay in the cargo hold <laughs> um, you're gonna say something ridiculous <laughs> and i'll be like maybe we could have a seat Oh, geez. Maybe with a cushion on it, not a milk carton. Okay, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Not an entire exaggeration, but it's a little bit of exaggeration. But but there's that. And, I, and I, I've told you this so many a thousand times. I love having a frugal wife. Very conservative, financially, wife. <laughs> Sorry, you called me conservative there for a second and like threw me for a loop. But yes, financially conservative. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you upgraded a little bit. And, and like you it. don't upgrade it to first class on no. the cargo hold to first class. It's not like that. It's not that rags to riches. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like I'm going, hey, we got $40 tickets to Europe. And then you're like, no, let's spend 7000 instead. No, it's not like that. Yeah. But I, I do like that, even though I'll be like, oh, my gosh, seriously, I have to talk you into, you know, uh, three inches of leg room for 20 bucks on a flight sometimes, perhaps. But I yeah. do love that you come from the angle of frugal um, and financially conservative. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it too. I appreciate that about you sometimes. But sometimes I feel like the spendthrift and all this too. It's like, whoa, you're going to upgrade us really? Because you are a little bit of the upgrade guy. Yes, mainly on trips. You know what's funny about us though? Huh. Here's what I've noticed too, If I, number two about you. Okay. The world. I feel personally attacked, but continue. <laughs> you actually, this is a lot of gratefulness. Oh. Um, then please continue. Boom, mic drop, walk <laughs> it out. Um, you uh, do not spend money on yourself, but you spend money very not conservatively on kids and I. Like, if I go, hey, I want this, you'd be like, well, go buy it. And then for you, I'm like, why haven't you bought new running socks? Those have holes in them and you spring your, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you're, you're kind of that way with yourself. I wouldn't say that to the extreme. I think up until recently, you haven't really looked at our financial accounts mm. and you don't know how much money I spent on myself. Yeah. Fair. Let's just keep the status quo and me thinking. Yeah. But I mean, I'm saying like, you're kind of looking at the bank account now and you've never done that before. And so like, you really don't know how much money I spend yeah, myself. pardon me while I just log in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, not to say, like, I'm, I'm not crazy. I mean, I'm not, but I do. I do. I get my nails done. I. 
So do you like remember nothing. when I asked um, Aunt Diane, who happens to be a divorce, a divorce attorney, like, mm-hmm. what are the common causes? And I want to say she said to me, money and sex. Yeah. Have, have you listened to that podcast, Death, Sex, and Money? This is meta. We're on a podcast, recording a podcast, talking about a podcast. Yeah. Have you listened to that before? No. It's amazing. My friend Rachel Stass put me on it a couple years ago. It's so good. Um, but it kind of, it says what you did just now, like death, sex, and money are like the things, like it's the things of concern. It's the things to talk about. It's the things to argue with your partner about. Well, I mean, I want to say you're arguing about death, but it's a concern, right? Isn't it like one of the fears or, you know, right. But the podcast is really, really good. But yeah, so sex and money are where people argue. I want to say she said money was the top reason. And you just think about with a couple, two people, and then maybe throw kids into the mix and job changes. and. So bef- the person I was, or one of the, a, a person I was with before you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, right? I, I made it sound really bizarre. Anyway, I, was, I had a relationship before you. What? I know. I'm just telling you this for the first time. I have a question but for you. How dare you? We you did. Oh, I know. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, he and I were totally mismatched financially, like 100% mismatched financially. And for sure, the one thing that we argued about the most of anything, and we argued about a lot of things, was definitely money. Because like... I was same way I am now, super cheap, financially conservative. Like I, I made what I felt like it was smart decisions. I had good credit. Like I didn't have credit card debt. I didn't have any debt really except the house. And um, other than, but he was very much like if it was in the account, it was gone. And so there was always with me this feeling of like, oh, we can't pay our bills this week or this month. Because so-and-so went out and spent it all again. And he didn't have the same financial skills that I did or even like the same outlook that I did. And so it didn't matter to him because he knew I'd figure it out. And so, yeah, uh, the, the relationship, you know, went separate ways for lots of reasons. But I think money for sure would have been at the top or near the top. Yeah. Unless you're like me that wants to just avoid it. Until yeah. it says zero or negative or something, and um, I think it activates all the fears and I don't know inside of me. But yeah, um, I'm definitely the frugal slash avoidant conversational person. So today's episode is brought to you by the Shack Seafood and Oyster Restaurant in Oklahoma City. What's well, we got sponsorships now. I wouldn't be possible to have a financial talk if we didn't also have sponsorships. You're right. We have to pay for lunch at the shack. At the shack. (laughs) (laughs) So you should try it out. So money. Um, Any other kind of thoughts as we kind of wind this down? I I, I just thought it'd be appropriate to talk about it because I think we, that's what kind of one thing we want to do is, um, it's funny, this was my idea to talk about money and I say I'm the avoidant person about money, but let's do it to everybody. It's Let's kind of, make everybody else join in and talk Freud about it. What would Freud say? Or Adler? Or Rogers? <laughs> right? Lindsay just got back from her... Uh, Theoretical Foundations class at OU. It was amazing. She's been analyzing me the whole time since then. 
making notes. I've been analyzing you for years. I'm your, I'm your case study for the class. <laughs> um, I, I think... I think just talking about finances with your partner in a safe, non-judgmental important, right? Like I can't tell anybody like call Full Sail Capital or talk to your accountant or go get mint.com or whatever. Like those kind of things are um, solutions that you come together with your partner, not necessarily like here, Corey Miller and Lindsay Miller come in as experts. Like we're not experts. Like we don't even talk about it successfully with each other very much, Obviously, <laughs> you know? So I think, but that's part of it, right? Like we're talking about it today to kind of say, all right, everybody, it's an issue that we all have to talk about. And so if we can impart any knowledge on it, it's that we try to be better about it. And I don't know. This, I mean, it's timely because in this season of time, we've had to really talk about it. Yeah. Um, just this morning, you know? accounts at two different banks trying to sync those up make sure we don't it, it's just it's just a weird time but then also me not getting a regular income from a business um, right and uh, and because you like to squirrel things away like you're getting paid but you like to keep it in your account right <laughs> the checking account are you talking about paypal <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about your secret account that you have over there. No. Yeah. Anyway, we've had to talk about it a lot more. And yes, we had to even talk about it this morning. But I felt guilty. Like, even when I sent you that message, I was like, hey, um, I, we kind of need, you know, like, I get paid Thursday, but it doesn't cover. Mine's know. not so regular for that now. Yeah, yours isn't so regular. And yeah. it's nice having, it's the first time in our entire relationship that you haven't had a regular paycheck. Jeez, yeah. You know, I I don't think I've ever, I took like two weeks off uh, when I left Ardmore, Oklahoma and moved to Tulsa. I took two weeks off and, and oh gosh, took money out of my 401k at the time mm-hmm. to just kind of, like a road trip, but I'm trying to think how long it's been since I have been without a quote job. It's been a very long time. Yeah, I mean, when did you start iThemes? 2008, but. But you I had jobs before that. Consistent jobs going all the way back to, I mean, I started working, well, on the books at 16. Um, mm-hmm. But I had, you know, in between high school and like college, I had sporadic jobs that, right. you know, times of quote, and then quote. Unemployment, but uh, high school doesn't count and college doesn't count. I haven't ever thought about it like that. This is the first most significant time I've not had a quote, just regular paycheck. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's a good way to end the episode. It'd, it'd be good to get some feedback from people and if this spurs a conversation, uh, for sure. One more thing. Yep. Scott told us at lunch last week, our guy from Full Cell, that he got with his wife and they have a money what how did he say it what do you say a financial motto or something mantra, like that? yeah mantra financial mantra yeah. a financial mantra there we go that sounds way better yeah, he's quoting dave ramsey just so you know oh live today like no one else will so you can live it's well dave ramsey, okay but it's but that they the adopted that they together did. and he didn't say for us to adopt that specific he mantra. An example, he yeah. just gave an example. Really good. So that I think that's what I would like to leave today with is I mean we, you and I haven't come up with one yet. Maybe we should come up with one. Make so much money that you don't have to talk about money. That's mine. <laughs> oh God.
You always have to talk about money. Can we, okay, no, we can't leave yet. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how little money you have. It is always something that is talked about and something that people worry about and carry their baggage with them and everything else. True. So that can't be our, that can't be our relationship <laughs> financial mantra. We'll have to get back to him. We'll have to have a discussion about what's our mantra. We're going to have a whole another podcast where we just debate what our financial mantra is. Oh, great. Debate. Money. <laughs> awesome. No, yes. not money. The mantra. The mantra. <laughs> uh, anyway, if, so if anyone else has their financial mantra, I'd love to hear it. Yep. Or how they look at it. Or even other tools that they use to help their family budget or figure that out. I'm open to hearing all of those things. For sure. Okay. You want to take us out? Yeah. So again, this is Do this you have re- another sponsorship lined up for this segment. <laughs> that is such a good idea. If you would like to sponsor <laughs> the ending of our podcast, reach out to me at Lindsay at 2303.com. You really just did it. Why not? I love it. I'm always open for sponsorships. We got, we got to pay for lunch anyway. Okay, everybody uh, head over to this ridiculous and that's where you can subscribe. And then if you find us on Google play, Apple iTunes, all that. Give us a rating if you would, preferably above the four range. And so, anything else? <laughs> That's it. Thank you guys.